welcome to the HANA Cloud Platform Podcast. Today is July 31st, 2015, and this is episode 9. My name is Moya Watson. And I'm Mike Forn. And we are coming to you from Palo Alto on the HANA Cloud Platform product management team in the United States. Today we're going to talk about uh, what's new in the newest release notes. We'll give you some from the tech corner content uh, when we go into the Twitter sphere to look at the HCP podcast questions. Um, Mike is going to bring us an interview on Jam, and then we will check into what's going on around the corner with upcoming events. So without further ado, Mike, let's just hand it over to you and talk about what's new in this latest release. That's right. So just yesterday, we released some uh, features onto the, tr- onto the landscape, um, a couple, or actually more than a couple, a series of new features. One of them is concerning uh, exciting news around the, surrounding the Lumira server. So for those of you who do not know what the Lumira server is, it's SAP's graphical visualization tools for data, uh, which is now available on HCP. And what's even more exciting is that existing license holders can start using it today. They just have to create a support uh, ticket request on the component BCNEO hyphen SDK, and we'll actually put this out on the uh, the blog that uh, goes along with this podcast, so you'll get more information about that. So the other, those folks who've used Lumira before but never HCP can now that's use right. HCP for the first time. That's right, and it's very easy to access it as well. All you have to go, do is go into the cockpit, and it should be there for you to enable already. If you've got a license already, right? Yep. Okay, fantastic. Okay. Um, SAP UI5 users. Now you have the ability to uh, specify the version of UI5 that your, uh, that your application requires. So if you have any concerns about how your UI might be affected by later releases, you can specify which one to use. Um, we also got some changes happening to the cockpit. Um, don't be surprised. Um, so you've got a new connectivity section um, where basically you can monitor your cloud con- connectors that are currently configured in your account. Um, you can track versions, descriptions, any high availability setups that you might have, basically all the cloud connectors configured for your account will show up. Um, and um, the handling of some services will also have also been uh, redesigned, so look for that. And those are some of the new features that we're releasing. Obviously, we also technically have a handful of enhancements that come along with that. Be sure to check out our release notes, um, and those are already available to you. Okay, thanks a lot, Mike, for that uh, update on the new features in HCP. And now we're going to move right along into the tech corner. And first, we're going to spend some time dealing with the HCP podcast hashtag. Those are questions that you submit to us through Twitter by using the hashtag HCP podcast. And a couple of the conversations we've seen since the last time we spoke was one from DJ Adams, who was asking whether anyone can use Git submodules with SAP HCP. And um, we have Sasha Schultz engaged in the answer with him on that, um, where we don't yet support submodules in HCP HTML5 application service yet. But what you can do is you could forward requests to another HTML5 app with a near zero overhead. So if that's a conversation that interests you, you can check out HCP podcast on Twitter. Um, another question that came to us was from Harold, Harold Batran. Harold said, how do you see which service is HCP only and which can also be on-premise? And to address that question here, to, 
here with me today. I have a special guest, Jin Wong. Jin, tell us uh, what your role is and what are you doing on the HCP team? My role at the ACP team now is to enable um, all the development team at ACP to uh, engage into HANA Cloud Platform. Excellent. So, and Jin and I have worked together for a long time at SAP, so we're good buddies. And he's done, uh, he's created a great matrix here that you can find if you go to our SlideShare, slideshare.net slash SAPHCP. It's called the SAP HANA Feature Comparison. So tell us, Jin, what did you, what did you put together here? What's inside this? So basically on this uh, slide deck, uh, we, I put down what we offer uh, uh, based on additions um, at ACP versus the on-premise version of HANA. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll see uh, the one-to-one -one relationship between each other and saying which one we, we support or not. Okay, great. Yeah, like you can see by database service, integration services, it's available in the HANA base but not in HCP database as a service platform edition. Great. So that sort of stuff is really spelled out in this deck. So Jin, okay, we don't have Harold here, so I'm extrapolating a bit. When he says, what service is HCP only? What if he asked that the other way around? What do we have in HCP that we don't get in HANA on premise? Um, and some people I know might, might even ask, is that even valid to compare HCP? with HANA itself. Can you compare the two sort of beyond the database level and on an application development um, platform level, Jen? Walk us through, what are your thoughts on that? Well, HANA is more than just an in-memory in database. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a full-fledged application envi development environment. Um, right. You can execute a whole lot of data-centric processing directly at the database level and also have a light server-side JavaScript engine called Access, mm -hmm. uh, which can handle sophisticated business logic within HANA itself. Um, okay. Especially in analytic apps, reporting, dash dashboard, or any other data-centric apps, HANA is the best for that. Okay, so when you go into HCP then, what new paths does the cloud platform open up both, both to HANA and on top of what you get out of the box? HCP is the easiest way to experience HANA as, as a platform as you can sign up and get started mm -hmm. right away. Right. Um, out, of the, out of the box, we have the, the, the standard HANA feature, which we provide. ACP provide you with a comprehensive set of platform services and capabilities such as mobile service, cloud portal, identity management, and even a full-fledged integration solution called XCI, mm -hmm. which is a cloud equivalent of the on-premise on process orchestration solution. Okay. ACP is an open platform, which we all developers to use the platform and all these capabilities to develop a new cloud application or build extend to extension to existing solutions. Okay. Um, ACP can support many programming language, um, Java, JavaScript, Java, and HTML5. So developer will feel uh, just like at home when they okay. start uh, working on it. Yeah. Okay. Great. So. So it's hard to compare and contrast the two on a f feature level or services level, as as, as Harold may be asking, because they're kind of different um, different cases. What would you say to that? Yes, to summarize, HANA and ACP is a complement of each other, which mm -hmm. one use depends on the exact scenario or whether or not one have already an on-premise HANA installation. Okay. ACP is de designated as an extension 
platform for business suite as well as our uh, SaaS solution. Okay, and that's and then back to this feature comparison sheet that that we we published that you created. We put it up on SlideShare. Um, you did the feature comparison of that, and then to sort of summarize all these thoughts, you put out a blog post yesterday, right? Right. Uh, so you guys could uh, check out the blog post, and uh, in there you could see which HANA feature is uh, currently supported at, at ACP based on uh, HANA SPS version uh, 9. Okay, great. I know that was a lot of work and very interesting discussion. I appreciate you tackling it. Um, apples to oranges maybe, but Harold, if you're out there, why don't you um, let us know if this is along the lines of the discussion you had in mind, and everyone else, keep it coming on HCP podcast hashtag and at SAP HCP. Jin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, now the next thing we're going to do is we're going to be talking with Robert Horn, who's going to be joining us um, over the phone from Vancouver. He's a part of the product management team for Jam. And as you heard in last month's uh, release notes, uh, Jam is now available through HANA Cloud Platform. So he's going to be talking about some of the things you should be doing with Jam if you aren't really doing them and uh, how you can succeed with it. So Robert, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Robert Horn. I am a uh, product manager on the SAP Jam team, I'm responsible for all of the um, integration technologies and platform of Jam. Uh, I focus a lot on uh, developers and their use cases, uh, and specifically about how we uh, work with Cloud Platform. Okay, great. So you mentioned that you're the product manager for Jam, covering the integrations and extensions. So for those who haven't heard about Jam, can you talk a little bit about what it is? What is Jam? So Jam is uh, SAP's enterprise collaboration solution, um, and Jam, the focus of Jam is on getting the right people and content and data together to make informed decisions to help people with use cases where collaboration is key to the success of, of the business. Okay. So, so one of the things that would be normal in Jam is um, would be groups. You would create a group to collaborate with a lot of your colleagues um, and uh, bring in uh, some external people, internal people from your team, uh, bring some data in and have discussions around the projects you work on, the teams that you collaborate with, deals you're working on, various different um, use cases for collaboration. Okay. Well, you, you talk about that, and I think there are a lot of similar tools out there um, that people can use as well, but how does, how does how is Jam different, um, and why, why are we talking about it today? How does it fit into SAP's portfolio, I guess, is uh, what I'm targeting here. Where we really focus Jam is on those use cases that help specific business problems. So Jam is a great enterprise-wide collaboration tool, but we tend to focus on very specific line of business problems, like how to uh, help a sales team onboard um, new salespeople, uh, how to um, training use cases, how to do uh, collaborative account management, how to work with a team of people from, say, pre-sales and consulting on, on opportunity management uh, in a CRM system. 
And a lot of these use cases have been tightly integrated with other SAP products, um, like learning success factors or HR products are um, CR, uh, both on-premise and cloud CRMs, um, SAP ERP, various things like that. Okay. So if I was a user um, of a system that has integrated with Jam and stuff like that, what kind of what can I expect? Maybe can you talk to, through a story of perhaps a salesperson that is using a, uh, I guess, if I'm using a Cloud for Customer or CRM solution and they've integrated it with Jam, what can I expect to see um, in that solution? Talk about the interaction with Jam. Sure. So, yeah, we, we are tightly integrated with Cloud for Customer on a number of different scenarios. So I'll give you like an example. Um, Jam will bring in content from the Cloud for Customer system. So that would include content like information about accounts, information about opportunities, service tickets, um, various different uh, data. We're able to natively pull in that data via OData into Jam and provide a collaborative uh, work pattern around how to deal with certain use cases. So like specifically with uh, Cloud for Customer, we do a work pattern around uh, account management how I get a 360-degree view in a collaborative scenario, how to manage this account. Uh, if I want to drill down and, and work with the team and plan out how we're going to uh, tackle a specific opportunity, we have a work pattern for working with opportunities. Um, and so uh, we will build a, a template in Jam that's specifically set up to help the people who are using uh, the group uh, on what they should focus on for opportunities or accounts or service tickets, uh, the kinds of things they should do. So we, we guide them through a template approach um, to working with uh, CRM or Cloud for Customer data inside of Jam. As well as we actually provide some Jam features inside of Cloud for Customer so that in, in some cases you can see the Jam updates inside of Cloud for Customer. Okay. So what you're saying then, though, if I was a consumer of uh, one of these applications and I was uh, inside the tool itself, if I wanted to interact with my team members, my boss, whomever it might be, say I'm working on a particular opportunity or account and see what discussions have been made, I don't have to switch between my email inbox or anything like that. All the conversations that people have been having surrounding this particular opportunity is captured directly in, in the tool already, and that's something um, that, that Jam and the uh, the collaboration features of Jam would would benefit me. Is that right? That and you could do that right within Cloud for Customer, or you could do uh, that within Jam, and all the conversations are synchronized, and uh, the their focus is focused on very specific scenarios where collaboration is going to really help those end users the most. Okay. Now, does Jam integrate only with uh, with C for C, or what other applications uh, will you be able to support? Um, so we have a number of out-of-the-box um, integrations. Um, so we really have a big focus on HR as well. Okay. So we Maybe you can talk a little bit about those, those solutions as well, or scenarios. One of our most popular is um, our integration with SuccessFactors Learning. Um, and that's that. the focus of that integration and the work patterns around learning are supporting the um, ad hoc, non-structured learning 
that goes along with any course that you might take in, a, in, a, in an LMS system. So when you go in an LMS system, they have very specific functionality about making sure you read the right documents and take the tests. Um, where Jam can really support that is providing learning groups that support those courses um, and allow people who are the end users um, to actually generate some of their own content. Um, so if I so basically, to... if I was uh, be like a uh, giving me the opportunity to create like a virtual classroom with my classmates uh, going through the same course, got some questions that perhaps somebody has answers to, and, and so forth, they'd be able um, you'd be able to have the conversation um, using the Jam features with the learning solution. So. Also, allows them to add add extra content. Um, Jam has some really nice features around video recording and um, collaborating on specific parts of videos and images. So you can have end users generate content to uh, add to the official content. That might be helpful because a lot of that knowledge actually sits on the end user. Okay, that's great. So thank you for um, introducing us to some of those scenarios. Um, so if a developer or a company was interested in utilizing Jam, how can it can you talk a little bit of how they would be able to do that? How can it be used? Yeah, so there's a few things I want to talk about. So one is a really exciting um, uh, new option is in the HANA Cloud Platform uh, trial accounts, you can now have access to a SAP Jam Developer Edition account. So um, by going into the services cockpit inside of the HANA Cloud Platform, uh, any trial user can uh, create their own uh, uh, SAP Jam developer tenant for free. So really a big, op really great opportunity there is for developers to try out uh, some of these things. And then I think the, the biggest thing is we have, as we've just talked about, a quick overview of some of the out-of-the-box integrations. We are really trying to reach out to the HANAP uh, platform developers because um, those uh, out of the box integrations are built on a platform of um, APIs and integration and extension technologies that Jam has uh, built into it. And so, what we want to do is enable developers, whether they be the developer in IT um, who needs to build a or extend an existing uh, integration, it might be an SI uh, service uh, system integrator. Um, like maybe someone who's at Accenture or somewhere, who they specifically have a vertical solution that they are building, and they really want to add Jam work patterns and collaboration to that line of business solution. Um, so they can add use the extension features of Jam to add uh, collaboration to their existing solutions. And thirdly. Um, uh, SIs or sorry, no, ISVs or uh, independent service vendors like who want to partner with Jam. So we have the opportunity for uh, these kind of service vendors to extend the capabilities of Jam uh, and add partner solutions. So if a partner really wanted to be a part of some of our uh, our, our HR or sales uh, opportunities. Um, and those workflows, they could add new tools to Jam that make it even more uh, easy to easy to use for customers. 
for our end users. Can you so give a couple of examples of those? Uh, of those? Sure. So uh, let's say I'm a, uh, an, a system integrator, like, and I am focusing on um, procurement. Um, I want to build in some social and collaboration uh, capabilities. So uh, I might make, uh, I can add Jam into my solution by providing an ODD API which Jam can consume. So I then package together uh, my HANA platform solution um, with my, my Jam uh, solution, and we can have a, a procurement solution that includes the collaboration of multiple individuals to solve the problems uh, and to make the decisions that are required uh, to find the right or materials. Okay. If I was a, uh, a uh, ISV or an independent service vendor, um, I might have a solution around uh, a task management that has some special um, IP. Jam has the capabilities and APIs that you can add new tools uh, via extension to extend out the capabilities of Jam and add those as new tools to that are available inside of Jam. Um, so there's a number of different ways. The IT developer, he he may uh, have a number of different backend systems and he really likes the idea of work patterns and maybe he uses it with proper customers. Um, but he would like to use it with an existing, um, his existing IT infrastructure, like the SharePoint system that it has its backend. So uh, we have a, a large set of uh, integration capabilities that they can use to bring in the existing investments that they have in IT, and bring them with those work patterns. So really that's the focus of our new um, SAP Jam Developer Edition, is kind of making sure that Every kind of cloud platform developer has access to full jam tenant so we can do POCs and work on how to inter integrate um, jam into that collaboration use case um, and making sure that they can do that and then POC it, offer it to their customers, whether that be a homegrown IT solution or uh, something that they might sell as a consulting engagement, whatever, they are, whatever meets their business case. We want uh, collaboration and work in terms of a specific solving a specific problem to be available to them with developers. Okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks for that. Um, so you know, you talk about uh, a lot about extending the capabilities of Jam and having it fit the uh, enterprise's needs and so forth. But I, you know, we've we've had some earlier conversations. You also mentioned the possibility of um, trying to integrate these into perhaps an ISV or a partner's existing solutions or even one of our existing solutions and bringing in those Jam functionalities. Um, maybe you can give a little bit of insight into how that works or how that's achieved um, using the the. APIs within Jam and and uh, capabilities of HANA Cloud Platform. Yeah, so you know, a lot of times that we we are trying to bring data into Jam, so we inside of a Jam group, so we have a uh, the right enterprise data, the right people and documents inside of Jam to be able to do that collaboration. Some use cases uh, require that that collaboration, even though powered by Jam, happens inside of natively inside of the application that the developer might be building. So Jam has a number of 
uh, uh, widgets uh, that you can pull in full sets of Jam functionality into your own app. So we have like a feed, we have a number, we have feed widgets that bring in the feed for a specific group or external object um, inside of the application. So for example, um, I'll give an example from Cloud for Customer. Um, the the feed of all the changes of the things that happen on an opportunity. So like say the opportunity goes from 500,000 to 2 million. That's an important event. And uh, the those those events can be uh, those change events can be seen in inside a cloud of a customer powered by a jam feed. Um, and when so why would that be important? Because uh, as that event comes in into Jam, um, people will see that, and then you can say, "Hey, what happened to this opportunity? It's uh, looks like it's much more important than it used to be. Um, could I get Michael to take a look at um, mm -hmm. this and pull up with me?" Right. So, making people aware uh, of these important events that happen uh, is the one use case for displaying the Jam feed inside of the customer. Um, other options are to uh, Display the list of groups that may be associated with uh, maybe a service ticket. So, um, if you have a bunch of service tickets on an account, which is basically the open you know, bugs, uh, we you can see a list. Jam provides a widget you can embed, and as you can see, it shows, hey, these are the list of groups in Jam that are pertaining to collaboration among people who are working in the department. So we can bring some of that UI into Jam, or um, even more simply, the Jam Jam supports a robust uh, ODAT API. And say if you were creating a new um, service ticket, you could remotely. Actually, I'll this is, I'll give you an actual example. Um, in in our learning solution, when you have a new course that started. Um, we will create a jam group that will be that will mirror that course and will be the collaboration to support uh, all of the people who are taking the course. And so that course is actually created by an API call from, from the learning system uh, to jam to remotely create that group so that the course and the jam group can be synchronized. Okay. So as, as we're nearing the end of our, our segment here, uh, you know, one of the things is because how long has Jam been out there, um, first of all? Uh, I think for us in HCP, I know we just made the announcement as far as the integration goes. Um, just uh, I believe it was last month um, in, in June. Um, so, but with its relatively um, short availability here, are there any misconceptions out there that you've heard of that perhaps you want to clarify um, with the audience and our listeners? Sure. Like One of the interesting things, like you said, the integration with Panacal Platform, the tight integration with Panacal Platform trial and the Jam Developer Edition is fairly recent and just, you know, it's a, maybe a month old. Um, we've been seeing a lot of uh, people uh, creating their new Jam developer tenants. But Jam, SAP Jam is actually three years old. Uh, and is fairly is a very mature product uh, with over 17 uh, million subscribers, um, and so it has a it has a, a longer history at SAP. Um, I think it's becoming more um, known in the kind of cloud platform circles because of the, the tighter integration that we've we've had. 
uh, more recently. But uh, it is uh, definitely a very mature product, growing very fast um, with a large subscriber base. Um, so, um, if uh, if you had to summarize a few key takeaways for our audience, you know they're excited about all this, and and um, what should they remember about SAP Jam and the ATP integration? What 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 are the key takeaways that you want to uh, share with them? I think the first thing is um, that SAP Jam is available for any HANA Cloud Platform uh, developer who wants to try try it out um, and do some POCs. So that's freely available. You don't have to have a you know, uh, special uh, agreement with SAP. Just go on to your HANA Cloud Platform trial and enable the Jam service. That's an easy way to get access to Jam. So that's the, most, the first important part. The second thing is is that Jam, where Jam really provides value is helping specific line of business um, use cases add the collaboration where it provides real value to that use case, whether it be onboarding new employees, whether it be uh, learning or account management. Um, Jam is really great when it focuses on the line of business uh, solutions where real value and problems are solved. And then lastly, because of our developer um, capabilities, you don't have to just rely on the integrations that SAP has built. You can build your own work patterns that integrate with the Cloud Platform, um, third-party applications, non-SAP applications. Um, we're very agnostic. So where we've had success, we're trying to help Cloud Platform developers. You can have the same success by integrating collaboration into your own solution. OK. All right. Well, thanks for that summary. So, okay, now you've got people who are really excited um, after hearing our discussion here. Where are some of the places uh, that uh, they can go to learn more about it? I think you obviously mentioned already that if they have a trial account, they can go onto it. And I think um, I've clicked through it myself. I think um, all you have to do is look for this in your service list, services list and enable it, and then you have your own uh, instance. I think. Um, I've heard earlier that the full breadth of functionalities there, there are only quite, a, quite a, a small number of limitations, and I think those are just more on the number of users you can have attached to it, right? But are there tutorials and stuff like that out there, YouTube videos or other resources that a uh, developer yep. can um, turn to to start playing around with it as, as you're advocating? Yep. Uh, we, have, we have tutorials. We have GitHub sample applications. Uh, we have a full breadth of uh, options. Um, we have a community for asking questions. Um, but I won't tell them to go anywhere else. I'll tell them to go to the Hanna Cloud Platform Services list. And right there, you'll see the links to the documentation. Um, when you create your new Jam account, we'll take you to a default page which says, here are the one, two, three, and four steps to learn about Jam. Um, and so really, the best place to go is to go in and enable your own um, jam system and click on the documentation links from that uh, option. Wow, so it really is that simple. So you just have to access it from your cockpit, and then uh, you get both access to the system as well as information on how to get started. That, that's, that's, that's pretty easy. <laughs> um, so that's, that's great. Um, 
Well, Robert, I know your time's important and uh, don't want to take up too much more of that. I really do appreciate you dialing in from Vancouver for those uh, yeah, who listen to us on a regular basis. Um, we're hosting here on the West Coast uh, this time around. And uh, unfortunately, Robert is still quite a few uh, miles away from us, so we had to dial him in. Um, but um, hopefully the audio quality is not too bad, but um, we'll try to address those as we do future podcasts. So, Robert, thanks again for your time. We really do appreciate having you on. Um, anything, any last words, I guess? No, it's great. Um, you know, we're really excited to be a part of the kind of cloud platform, you know, uh, user community, developer community. Um, there's a lot of great things that uh, we can make happen um, through uh, the SAP community network. And we're really excited about it. All right. Terrific, Robert. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot, Mike, for bringing us that great interview with Robert Horn. Now we're going to finally peek into what's coming up around the corner, so events that you might find interesting depending on where you are in the world. If you are in Bangalore, you can check out the Code Jam coming to you next Monday, August 3rd. Um, there's also a Code Jam on September 10th in Detroit, Michigan, here in the USA. And finally, we'd like to shout out to the Return of SAP Inside Track to the Bay Area. We'll have an SAP Inside Track Silicon Valley edition. That'll be on September 12th at the historic Hana House here in Palo Alto. You can find out more and sign up at bit.ly slash capital S-I-T small s-v. You can find out more online, as always, in the SAP Community Network on our events page. That's right. And as we wrap up here, we want to really thank you guys for uh, subscribing and listening to us. I think the last figures that we've got, we've got over 1,200 subscribers and fantastic. Over 18,000. 18, 8, 8, I, I wish we were 18,000. That's uh, 8,000 downloads. Wow, that's great. Yeah, we, we like also to respond to the questions that you pop into the Twitter sphere, so um, keep them coming. And thanks everyone for continuing to listen. Uh, the next podcast will be episode 10 on august 14th and i have heard a rumor that it will be matthias steiner coming to us this time the famous matthias steiner the one and only so you'll want to tune in for that and thanks so much um we'll talk to you next time see you next time the sap hana cloud platform podcast is powered by open sap OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our OpenSAP courses on open.sap.com.